Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hello everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we identify hot trends, cool happenings, interesting developments in the world of commerce, the internet, our own minds, and sometimes the basements. Yes, the Department <laughs> of Things is Thanks how I refer us. to our ministry here. Make a thing a thing again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how have I never thought of that? I am right, delighted that by that. Get get that down. Get that down. Make a thing a thing again. All right. Uh, we are going to start uh, t- today's show with an anti-thing, Molly. Yes. Hit me. Uh, seriously. I love, I love it when Tom's mad about a thing. Well, I'm mad. Is mad the right? Well, you tell me if this is okay. mad. Yeah, you tell me. Uh, I mean, you know, I'll tell you. Go. Can't <laughs> believe that the Lifesavers storybook gift package is still for sale in 2019. Hold please for furious duck duck go action. I am now putting a picture of said storybook in our <laughs> Discord that I took mere minutes ago at the grocery store. Oh my god. And also what are you talking about? What is this? I don't even know what this is. Is so, it actually a book and are you talking about lifesavers the candy? I the, have questions. That confirms my theory that this shouldn't still be on the shelves because <laughs> The reason I know about Lifesavers Hard Candy Sweet Storybook is because I got one as a Christmas present in 1976. Oh, no way. <laughs> it is a package of Lifesavers, like Lifesaver rolls uh-huh. in a storybook format. So you open up the box and there's two sides, each side filled with rolls of Lifesavers. Okay. Lifesavers. Is there a book? Aren't a thing. <laughs> no. Yeah. Really good point. Really good I'm not point. Not sure who's under 60 still, you know, excited about Lifesavers. Could be wrong about that part, but, <laughs> uh, you know, definitely not tearing up the track at the candy store, as far as I can tell. So getting a book format of like, I don't know, a dozen rolls of Lifesavers. Lifesavers. Wow. Yeah. Featuring. I looked at, I looked one up and found it at redefinedmom.com. And it says, sweet storybook featuring Diva Star. Where in the world is Santa's rock candy band? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Do you think it's newly like an ironic gift? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, The the only thing I can tell from the ones I saw. Furious. (laughs) The ones I saw at the grocery store were that I don't think they do the the total book format that I was just describing with lifesavers on both sides. It looks like it's now cheapened. To be, you just open the front panel and the lifesavers are there. So yeah. uh, it's like only six rolls. It's not the dozen rolls anymore. And then it's like not even a story anymore? No, it was never a story. 
The wow. whole idea was that it's like, oh, it's like a book, but it's lifesavers. I, I never quite understood that. I was also a little disappointed in 1976 <laughs> when I got these that there was no story. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, when Ford so was president. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's back because it's ironically charming yeah wow i don't honestly i feel like lifesavers other than smoking cessation tool (laughs) make no sense in the modern candy landscape yeah and even for smoking cessation you got other options now yeah like vaping like jewel jewel vaping gum like all all kinds of stuff so yeah i I was like fuddled by this wow And, and there's like a big you know, row of at least eight of these. I think they went down another row deep. So 16 of these on the shelves at the grocery store that they expect to sell, I guess. I'm legit going to every store in my neighborhood to see if these are there. I've never seen this in my entire life, and I would have been mad if I'd ever gotten one, I think. Wow. Yeah, um, uh, Rich points out uh, that someone still always gives out Necco wafers at, at Halloween, right? So there is that sort yeah, of like... it's those people. There is that sort of like only once a year does this retro candy come around. But the thing is, we all know what Necco wafers are because that happens. Yeah. I don't think anyone knows what the Lifesavers storybook is. I certainly do not. But I'm now kind of fascinated by it. And I mean, you may you may be having the opposite effect right now because I kind of want to go buy one or two (laughs) or four. Like, I kind of want to make this my stocking stuffer. Of the year. Of the year. I mean, if this turns into becoming a thing, I will be perfectly happy. I'd be perfectly happy with that. I'm not against them. Right, because you would have nailed it. Like, it would be like, why is this on the shelf? It would be like, oh my God, it's a thing. Yeah, uh, either it's an anti-thing, or I have just nailed the next retro trend in its earliest stages. Wow. Um, Sort of, this is, okay, this is sort of vaguely on this note, and it's not one of my things, but I would just like to point you guys all to a site that I found yesterday, well, a friend showed me, that I was absolutely sure, much like the Lifesaver storybook thing, must be like a joke or ironic, but it seems to be like a real irony thing. And it is a site called Shinesty. So S-H-I-N, maybe it's Shinesty, must be Shinesty. Oh, okay. S-H-I-N-E-S-T-Y dot com. Makes sense. And it is literally just ugly holiday outfits but with a like crazily earnest bent so like matching suits and little dresses for millennial hipsters and then like some underwear and then oh that's like, fun pajama rolls pajama like, rolls coveralls, coveralls that are pajamas okay that are overalls. pajamas mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I just, I almost like need, I just need the listeners of It's a Thing to go look at it because I can't figure out why. Much like the light, like mm. when you were talking about the Lifesaver storybook, this made me think of it. Like, why does this exist? And why does that guy have that little mustache and that 70s hair? Is and someone maybe, trying to make a thing or are they reflecting a thing? Right. And mm-hmm. and I feel like all these people would actually maybe buy the Lifesaver storybook thing and then they would put the right. Lifesavers in some right. kind of giant martini. Yeah. I could and maybe it's all a lifestyle. That. Like you might have accidentally and just being like, really, that was cool in 1976, Ben, you might have hit upon 
the the thing that would make these idiots go and spend like $148 on pajama rolls. Cool in 1976 is the new hotness. Oh my God. That is a great line. That is a great <laughs> line. And actually, Nasty. my first thing is very, is, is a fashion thing that itself is somewhat 70s in style. Mm. And it is called the Teddy Coat. I know. I paused because I know that some of you were like, oh, is she going to go all Fredericks of Hollywood? But I'm not. Most of you are thinking of lingerie. I, of Most course, of was are. thinking of the Edwardian revival movement of the early 1970s that led to punk rock. And but it's neither is, of those. And that is why we love him <laughs> so, so much. But it is neither of those. <laughs> it's just a faux fur coat style that is oh. a freaking so, thing. Like- Teddy bear? Like teddy bear. Like the fabric is sort of, Mm -hmm. you know, like teddy bear. And I think it's the evolution of faux fur. So it was basically like, Uh, everybody must have realized that faux fur, by the way, on that Shinesty site, you can buy like an ankle length faux fur, like smoking jacket. Like, I don't understand what's happening. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just flabbergasted. I'm derailing the whole show because I'm so baffled by this. That does remind me of... Uh, me wearing flannel in my internship at NPR in 1992 and one of the producers of the morning edition asking me why we were into clothing like that <laughs> when they had left the 70s behind. And I said, I don't know, you can find it in a thrift shop. Right. But turns out now that's just the whole look. So I think what happened is that um, faux fur obviously became the rage as opposed to fur fur but everybody knew that the faux fur looked kind of fake so they just went ahead and embraced the kind of fleecy teddy bear look of these coats and so then what happened is like about two years ago this brand uh i.am.gia imgia made this little pixie coat which is this like big snuggly it's got pockets and it's a jacket and whatever and then it just sort of took off and so this fall is exactly the moment that the teddy coat has hit and it is everywhere. It is at H&M. It is at Zara. It is at Amazon. And what made me notice it is that I got the Amazon fashion catalog in the mail. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you get this thing? No, I didn't. But I've I've, uh, heard tell of people getting like Amazon Christmas catalogs that are kind of like the old wish book catalogs. Oh, yeah. So I think Amazon has multiple catalogs that they target at you based on what they think you're going to buy. Oh, my God. Well, it did kind of work. So they Uh sent me this. They sent me this fashion one and everything in it was totally adorable and cute. And I wanted it. And it had this beautiful, like, uh, sort of wide lapel teddy coat in this beautiful like burnt caramel orange color and i was like oh my god i want it and then i tried to figure out what the hell was up with the they don't have prices but they have the qr code at the bottom of the page and Mm. then it turned out it's not a qr code it's not a real one because i kept trying it with all these different apps it's a smile code which is proprietary (laughs) to amazon and you have to go in the app and tap the camera icon and swipe to the left like three times before you all get you to have smile to do is... code reader. Exactly. All you have to do is that. And then you scan the smile code on the page that is all Teddy Coats and you get a page full of snakeskin boots on Amazon. What? Yep. <laughs> this is not a good... They have not successfully uh, done the retail situation. All of that so they don't have to print a price in the catalog and can keep changing the price dynamically. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's probably it. And so then I, but then I finally find this little button at the bottom of the page of snakeskin boots, which are also featured in the catalog. <laughs> and it says, uh, you know, see the whole holiday collection. That takes me to the first result, which is a teddy coat that's not the same one 
as in the catalog, which I order. And then it comes and it's totally ugly and I return it. And then I finally find the one that's featured in the catalog and it says, yeah, you can totally get this with the Amazon wardrobe subscription. Mm-hmm. And then when I click through to see what the hell, if that's worth it, it says not available. <laughs> so all of that has, but then, and then I was like on this road trip on the central coast this weekend. And I was like, oh my God, these Teddy coats are freaking everywhere. And all of that has caused me to desperately want one. They do look very hygge. Yeah. To uh, identify a previous trend, the uh, the comfy trend, that Scandinavian trend. Super hygge, as my yeah. niece likes to say. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, they're really cute, but you're gonna, now you're going to see them everywhere. I and totally am. Yeah. And I really do think it's the evolution of faux fur. It's like, okay, take faux fur and make it look hella faux. And then these it's just are, snuggly and delightful. R- these are the sort of the, you know, evolution of the slanket. Oh, they kind of are. Right. Like Slanket mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, Neolithic man. <laughs> I just love them. I really want a teddy coat. And I think it's because freaking Amazon made it so hard to find. They look super comfortable. I have to Actually, say. I don't think that's why I want one. I think it just is a side effect. But man, also side note, Amazon, not good at retail. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a just bonus material right there. Yeah. <laughs> Your turn. I am not a wedding expert. I don't even go to that many weddings, but I feel like I've just had a ton of wedding things thrown in my path. So I can't promise that I will continue to do this, but I got another wedding thing. Uh, I was at a wedding and none of the millennials were out on the dance floor. Right. So, so it's, it was a, it was a couple getting married that I think are in their late forties or, you know, early fifties ish kind of around that, uh, that area. Uh, so I'm like, well, the music they want to dance to is not the music the kids want to dance to, but it was kind of, you know, R and B classic soul kind of stuff. I'm like, really? They're not into this. And then suddenly the DJ who knew his business <laughs> threw on Cupid shuffle from Cupid. That's right. The 2007 hit Cupid shuffle and every millennial in the place was on the floor. Uh, no. and they were doing this whole dance that everybody knew at least everybody in that age group, and they're teaching everybody else how to do. There was one guy in particular who's like, just follow me. I've got this down. All the moves. Uh, went right into the cha-cha slide right after that and kept everybody on the floor. Really? Yeah. Could you have this song available to play? Because I don't think I know it. Which I, means I can I'm probably old. come up with it super fast. If we but- stall... But that but is fascinating. We were, it was funny is uh, Eileen and I were sitting there saying like, oh, this is, you know, none of these kids are dancing. I mean, I know this is a dancing generation, but I guess they just don't like the music. And then next thing you know, you hear. Mm-hmm. Top And it's one of those one of those songs that actually plays the the moves a little bit in oh. the you know. They say I'm a rapper and I say no. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, filled the floor. Filled the floor. Oh my god, that's such a good one. I feel like now I'm gonna hear it everywhere too, and all the kids are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, duh." I was like, "This is not no chicken dance. <laughs> you can retire." Like you're done. Never have a seat. Oh, <laughs> what shuffle. about the? Uh, I'm trying to think of that country song that's like the, about the two step. Oh, oh, oh. Um, by is it Alabama. Breaky Heart. 
No, I think it's literally called Two Step, and I just oh. can't. I have I weirdly have that Cupid song reverberating through my we brain. We made a so joke that we're like, I said something about the chicken dance, and then Eileen's like, yeah, an achy, breaky heart ain't going to get played here either. Yeah. And it was the very last song they played at the end of the night. Really? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad and to no know that some to classics it. are That so- was what? like the throwaway at the end of the night somehow. Oh my God, what a bunch of snobs. Yeah, everybody's like breaking up the party and taking off. Okay, so I'm not fine. sure how much of it was snobbery and how much of it was just like, eh, we're done. Yeah. All right. Fair. Um, all right. My next thing is actually slightly party related, but in maybe like kind of a sad way. Mm, okay. <laughs> and I don't think that this is a super duper new trend. In fact, you can find articles about this unfortunate trend. The unfortunate part of this trend from like right around 2018 is when it was like, wow, this is like a problem. But that thing is basically like women being drunks, but with <laughs> but with decor. Ah, okay. I was uh-huh. like, because women being drunks ain't new, but no. decor, right? So it is Got kind it. of new as of like 2018, because apparently like female alcohol use disorder in the United States more than doubled from 2002 to 2013 and All is right. still on the rise. So that's, that's the bummer part. Yeah. This increase, though, in drinking and the idea that we won't provide any, like, help for women as they age into, like, hormones and aging parents and get totally stressed by, like, money and life and whatever. What we will give them is lots of wine puns (laughs) and wine-related decor. You had me at Merlot. Such as little uh, stemless tumblers galore that say things like, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy wine, and that's kind of the same thing. Oh my God. Everything There's, happens for a Riesling, I think yeah, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfectly because it's the everything happens for a reason crowd, uh-huh. but drinking wine. Yeah. Wine a little, laugh a lot. Aww. Cheers to poor, P-O-U-R, decisions. A Tumblr that says, mama needs wine. And then, I mean, seriously, th- so I was at the... Uh, the I was like I said I was in the Central Coast and I went into like a gift shop which I rarely do and they always have those hilarious gender stereotypes T-shirts and gifts and they had an entire wall of wooden wall hangings that used to I swear to God they used to just say live love laugh gather yeah. uh-huh. stuff like that right now they say things like my husband overheard me say I love you and he said are you talking to me or is that the wine talking and she said and I said that's me talking to the wine uh-huh yeah yeah and yeah. there's one that says men make you stronger and happier feel stronger and happier and more accomplished nope that's wine wine does that <laughs> uh yeah and there, there, of course the classic if you could read this please bring me wine on the bottom of the socks on the bottom that, of the socks you know, that's yep. that's you know that that goes in the hall of fame of these sorts of yep. things there's an apron like a lady cut apron with three glasses of wine it says my doctor says i need glasses oh my and gosh then, this one makes me sad. Mummy's wine goes here. It's yeah. a poster. <laughs> I mean, this is, and this is, that's where it starts to get super dark, where it's all like yeah. the wife who hates her husband, uh-huh. m- mommy juice. There's one that says, Mommy doesn't get drunk. She just has fun. Oh my gosh. And like, seriously, the, the drunk lady decor situation <laughs> is like out of control. It's very wine oriented. And it's totally wine oriented. It's all about wine. I wonder if that wine. will expand. And I'm not even going to lie. Like, I've been guilty of this. I have oh, been sure. guilty of being the auction mom who was like, oh, yeah, we disorganized the auction so that we can all get together and drink wine. But a bum bum. Sure. 
Yeah. Right. And I then mean, pretty soon I realized like, oh God. <laughs> this this goes from my sister having one of these or even just seeing one of these in a store and and laughing and like, oh man, can you believe that? To everywhere. Like this it's not everywhere. it's not a like, oh wow, that's so funny. That's unusual. Can you believe it? It's like, no, these are just mainstream items. You will find these everywhere. They are everywhere. They have literally replaced all other decor on the ladies' side of the gift shop. Like everything over there is just like a little wine pun. There were Halloween glasses that I will confess to buying at Michael's mm-hmm. because Michael's is ground zero for ladies of a certain age who are quickly becoming drunks because life is hard in your 40s. And there are these little like Halloween themes glasses and they say like, more booze, please. <laughs> What's really scary more is- More wine, witches. You've got this Etsy search for wine gifts uh-huh. and it starts off with- Personalized charcuterie board. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes certain Lovely. It right. makes sense. Personalized yeah. wine opener set. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, uh, wine uh, bottle uh, snack holders. Like, oh, yeah. When you're doing a little wine tasting. But then second row, it goes full tilt into the, the like stuff we've been talking about. I think and so. That's where yep. I saw everything happens for a Riesling. Yep. Camping lover wine tumbler. Just another wine drinker with a camping problem. So yes, your charmingly alcoholic lifestyle decor is a thing. (laughs) It's not a problem. It's fun. It's not a problem. It's just decor. I mean, the socks, if you can read this, please bring me wine. I mean, wow. Mm, Yeah. I don't know. Those husband ones were really upsetting, I have to say. Mummy's wine goes here. Really Mommy's awesome. wine goes here. And then yeah. what is it? Mommy doesn't. Yeah. What did I say? Mommy doesn't get drunk. She just. She just has fun. fun. And then there's the there's the little dish towels that say wine a bit. You'll feel better. <laughs> I don't mean to sound all prudy, but it's just a lot. It's a it's lot. It's a lot. It's that's a why lot. I wanted to bring up the like, it goes from like, oh, that's funny because it's unusual to like, I don't know. It's starting to feel like there's it a problem. It gets real upsetting real fast. Producer Rich in the Discord said, I feel like this will be half of Cracker Barrel. And I was like, I think this might be Cracker Barrel's entire business mm-hmm. model right now. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of want to go. Yeah. So, so I am guilty. I thought it was funny for a little bit. And now I'm like, ooh, that got kind of sad real quick. I, d- I am guilty of buying a um, Game of Thrones themed pair of glasses for my uh, brother-in-law and sister. Uh, one of which said Mother of Dragons and the other said I drink and I know things. <laughs> but Mother of Dragons was it was just Mother of Dragons, right? Like Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, we've all done it. Yeah. We've all done it. It's really only when you see it in bulk like that that you're like, it starts to overwhelm you. We yeah. may have a problem on our hands. Well, let's uh shall we switch to something non-alcoholic then in our let's. feedback section? Great idea. Uh, Christopher wrote in on electrolyte sparkling water saying, I think the potential thing of Coke doing sparkling water with electrolytes may be related to another possibly past peak thing, intermittent fasting, particularly Uh, for whole day fasters, maintaining electrolytes without anything that breaks the fast can be a concern. So a sparkling water, which helps this and has caffeine would be useful. (laughs) What we are seeing here might be an example of thing synergy. Oh, man, there is so much thing. What? Wow. 
You know, it's because I'm a woman in my 40s and I'm drunk all the time that I couldn't get that sentence out. I didn't mispronounce it. The wine did. The wine did. Uh, (laughs) Okay, well, so we're back to wine. George wrote in on the single serve alcohol and said, hey, Tom and Molly, I figured I'd give some feedback about the single serve alcohols that are becoming a thing because he says I'm in the liquor business. Oh, here we go. Expert. Like it. I know. And he says in here, single serve alcohol has been popular for a couple of years now. I sell tons of these things. The downside is that only about 10% of the buyers are like you guys. They're great if you're going somewhere and you don't want a whole bottle, but 90% of the buyers of these packages are what we call buzz chasers. They are essentially drinking not to not be sober, but not drunk enough to be noticed. They are normal drinking when they really aren't supposed to be drinking. <laughs> these include drivers, landscapers, contractors, office workers, and etc. Sometimes they will come in for one or two all day long until we shut them off. Because we've seen them too many times in a short span. Yikes. Uh, and, and some more on the canned wine side uh, that is slightly less depressing. But thank you yeah. for that. I know. He's like, <laughs> I that. honestly wish they yeah. weren't a no, thing. No, no. It was, it was good said. insight. Oh. Uh, Mike suggests that uh, as wine has become more mainstream, people are less worried about aging it. Uh, and so, you know, aging the wine in a can isn't exactly uh going to help because the natural cork is porous and allows various amounts of oxygen into the bottle Hmm. uh so so in his opinion pro wine agers wouldn't want canned wine uh he used to work at a winery uh and so so that's where he's getting that and then andrew says that the reason the wine in a can is getting popularity is because the ease of use and the boom of mobile canning rigs for companies that do craft breweries companies are going around with their setup get hired by the breweries to can the beer once it's ready and then the brewery doesn't have to purchase the expensive canning equipment uh which it might not even have the room to do so anyway so and now they're taking that to wineries wow that charlie dude writes in hello that was a lot that was a lot of wine i'm still super bummed about the nip culture that uh oh i know <laughs> that george is telling us about like wow Ooh, see i'm telling you it's, it's with the, the decor like- yeah, when you turn over a rock and you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. I wish I hadn't done that. That yep. Charlie dude writes in, hello, ladies and gents. For two years now, I've been seeing Christmas llamas in the stores. <laughs> and he asks, is this a new thing? It seems to be a growing trend. And he said, much keep pictures. My eyes out for that. I am keeping my eyes peeled for that because amazing. And then he said, could Visco Girls be an offshoot of beach decor? White and gray furniture seem to be taking off. The furniture stores have tons of light wood furniture. So much, it's getting harder to find black or brown or brown black decor. And he said, I've seen lots of beach and light wood decor at places like Hobby Lobby. Beach decor has been around forever, but it seems to be everywhere lately. Yeah. Which I think is really, yeah, that's really true. This ties into the Yacht Rock resurgence too. Yeah. Um, and Visco Girl, like that mm-hmm. look is all beach decor. Yeah. Definitely. No, I and think you're so, onto something there. Yeah. Um. Yep. I think that is a, that's a, we need a, like a, a sound effect for like a thing spot. Yes. Uh, yep. And then uh, hot off the presses uh, from Fordo, uh, she writes, Dateline, Fordo sitting on the floor of a CVS dictating this to you before she forgets. Is that even what Dateline means? I have no idea. None. Yes. Awesome discussion on periods. Loved it. So much so that I posted the podcast in a private Facebook group of about 10,000 alumni who went to the women's college that I went to, where we often discuss all manner of stuff like this. They are gonna love it. Yes. So great. 
And then she said, I'm loving much of the progress around subjects like this that Gen Z and Gen Alpha are bringing to society. She said, I could live with less Fortnite in my life. But if normalizing periods and normalizing normalizing identifying as trans and or non-binary and moving the needle on climate change and social justice issues comes along with the Fortnite, then I'll happily even pick up my own controller and buy some skins myself because times they are changing and I'm here for it. That's fantastic. Thank you, Fordo, so much. Fordo, you're the greatest. I'm I'm going to just say that that's close enough to what Dateline means. Yeah, that's now yeah. what Dateline means. Now that's what Dateline means, and it has to be the floor of a CBS. Sorry, yeah. no pressure, everybody else. <laughs> that's the new Fordo uh, standard for Datelines. <laughs> the exactly. Fordo Institute. Uh, shout out to Mike Akins and Louis St. Amour for supporting us above and beyond at our Patreon. Patreon.com slash It's a Thing. Whoop, whoop. Uh, and you too can become a patron of the show. And thank you for those of us, uh, those of you who already support us. It really means a lot. And it's just like, it's just so great to know that you're out there and you support the show that way. Patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can find that. And you can join us in our discord, get an ad free RSS feed, get bonus content, which <laughs> I can tell you is usually worth it. <laughs> it's it's worth it it was definitely worth it this week i will i will tell you that yeah for sure and of course you can email your feedback at feedback at it's a thing dot me because that's the other best part of the show we'll talk to you again next time bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.